0: Today is February 6, 2022, you're listening to SML Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, in the city of Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursdays, you know, we just completed a walkthrough of the Book of Acts nothing deep but relatable. We believe the Bible is the Word of God, therefore we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. The Bible says, and those that believed continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us to wake up this morning. Lord God, the activity of our limbs you've given us, Lord God, uh, A mind that we could think for ourselves, Lord God, that we could worship you in the beauty of holiness. Lord God, we can call upon your name. We can honor you and bless you, Lord God, with, Lord God, the way you want to be honored, the way you want to be praised, the way you want to be glorified. Lord, we can conduct ourselves according to your word. Lord God, we can acknowledge you in all our ways so that you can direct our path. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us today. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Lord God, and we ask that you would bless those that are listening, those that will be listening later, those, Lord God, that would be in service but can't because of sickness or, Lord God, or or some other uh, immediate obligation that is preventing them at the moment. Lord God, but we thank you, Lord God, for the thoughts and prayers and for each one, Lord God, that have submitted prayer requests, Lord God, I pray and ask that you bless them, Lord Jesus, to uh, meet their needs. Send your word, Lord. Your word travels faster than the speed of light. It is more powerful than any other, Lord God. And so we honor you and ask that you would bless in the name of Jesus. Lord God, ask that you would touch those, Lord God, that are, thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, in, in situations that are beyond their control financially, relationship, Lord God. You know and understand all these things. We pray and ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Lord God, we'll continue to lift you up and to magnify you, Lord God, to give you glory, to give honor and praise that is due unto your name. We ask these blessings again in Jesus' name. Amen. At this time, we're going to have our reading of our opening scripture from Brother Don. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of his word. Amen. Certainly we thank and praise God for that opening scripture. I'm telling you, I felt that. Thank you. I'm, you know, I'm excited about the Lord and I pray that you are excited as well about what God is doing in your life. You know, I, there are so many testimonies I could give, uh, so many things that I could say that some things were, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm just overwhelmed. I can just tell you about things where I did what was right and the outcome. I could tell you about things where I did not listen and did what was what. Could have been opposite and had to deal with the consequences of that, you know, and so you live and you learn and with that. I'm using that to reach out to others and to help them as well. You know, as I mentioned on Thursdays, we've been in the book of Acts and it was a high view, nothing deep but relatable to our everyday lives, what we can do and certainly what is expected of of us. Of the Lord, for the Bible, tell us that uh, he told uh, Peter and told John when they were delivered from jail to go into the temple and tell the people about this life. And that's what we're doing. We're here to tell you that not just us, but every church that is preaching the gospel, preaching the, the apostolic doctrine, uh, apostolic means apostles' teaching. So everyone that is preaching the word of God from Genesis to Revelation, they're telling you about this life. Now, some use the word of God as a motivation, you know, like they're motivational speakers. You know, well, the word of God should motivate us. It should influence us to do what is right, to live holy. Uh, you know, uh, you could go to business school and learn how to be an entrepreneur. If you're lacking courage, there are certain things that, you know, you have faith and have faith don't mean that someone's gonna lay hands on you and pray for you and all of a sudden you're gonna have faith. No, that the Bible said, have faith. You believe, you embrace what is being said. You uh, believe in the possibility of what you envision as coming to pass and with God's help. uh, The Bible said that we acknowledge him in all our ways that he shall direct our path. And so there are some things that we need direction in and there are other things that academically you'll find what you need. And so uh, uh, certainly, you know, as I said, we're on in from Thursday, we're, we're preparing a new platform that is going to focus on a particular area. that I think would be of great interest to both male and female. And so. You know you're gonna want to listen. Stay tuned for that. We'll be announcing that within the week. uh, What is going to be transpiring? That platform, and certainly I'm excited about that because it is well needed. Um, And uh, you know I'm I'm just excited about doing for the Lord. Now I'm pouring myself out to Him, Uh, and so I mean just that. I've surrendered. I'm under arrest. You know, if you've ever been arrested before, you know, you've been restrained, you've had some cuffs put on you, you know, whether it was just in play or, you know, or if it was serious, you understand that there's a restraint there. And so I'm under arrest. I'm prisoner of the Lord. I'm his servant. And therefore, as his servant, I have to do those things that are required of me to do those things that he is looking for to be done. If he say, uh, walk this way, then I'm walking that way. If he say, turn to the right, then I'm turning to the right. If he say, to the left, then I'm turning to the left. If he say, stand still, I have to stand still. And so we're gonna go on, our psalmist is going to come and we're gonna bless the Lord at this time and to give God some glory and praise that is due unto his name. We're gonna magnify the Lord because he is worthy all praise he is worthy of all honor bless your Jesus and so my prayer is that you will be blessed in the service blessed by uh, what is uh, being presented today and you know as we are in the book of Revelation and the book of Revelation has given us what uh, you know a certain blessing that you'll find about that first chapter the first chapter of Revelation I'm going to read it right now and then we're gonna move forward because we, we don't want to lose traction of our time. Bless your Lord Jesus. Many read Revelation and they some avoid Revelation because they're afraid of what it, it is saying. And you know, but you've been reading Revelation ever since you opened your Bible up. Uh-huh because the prophecies that have gone on have been since the beginning of time. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. I want you to focus on blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep keep those things that are written. God bless you. We'll be back in the word of God in, in just a moment. What we're looking for the Lord to do is to take over, mighty God. You know, for Him to take over, you got to yield yourself. You, you can't ask Him to take over and then resist Him. You know, fight against Him, Lord, take over. But I'm gonna fight against You, Lord, bless me. But I'm gonna kick the blessing to the curb. Lord, help me. But at the same time, You said, No, don't, don't. I like where I am. You know, we, we kind of do those things. You know, from our background and culture, and different things that we've been learned, that we've been taught, that we've learned, that we picked up off the streets, and you know, and uh, and, and certainly, you know, we have to push those things aside. We have to, we have to tell those things that they don't exist here. Bless you, Jesus. You know, and, and so. Uh, we're going to go on forward into the word of God. God bless you, uh, Sister Cherise. Certainly, uh, you know, there are many that are overcoming right now, sicknesses, different things. We, we've had the Santa Ana winds blowing here in Southern California. And, it and you know, usually Santa Ana winds bring a lot of dust and other stuff with it. So you have to be careful you know, when the winds are blowing, I remember I was setting the wind was blowing, it looked so pretty outside, I opened the door up and thought I would just enjoy the wind blowing a breeze through the through the house and stuff. And and the next thing I knew I had caught a cold and sore throat and was down for a week and then turned into a cough and you know, and, and so you have to be careful when the winds is blowing, the, the weather change and stuff, don't don't take that for granted to still protect yourself. And, um, you know, so uh, we're going to go on into the word of God, uh, uh, as I said, and want to direct your attention to the book of Revelation, Revelation, the 14th chapter. We, we've read this particular verse, but we're going to reread it again. Now, I, I thank God for those that are listening, because, because uh, you know, since we've been in the book of Revelation, uh, th- there has been responses through the email. You know, if you go to our website, connectingtrue.org, you can email prayer requests, you can email comments and different things. And so I'm just acknowledging Brother Rye, who sent in a, a comment, some words, of, you know, uh, on revelation, you know, and, and so I certainly don't know it all. I'm not one of those preachers that think I know it all and try to claim it all. Some answers I don't have. And so, if you ask me something I don't know, I'm going to tell you we're going to seek it out together. We're going to pray about it, and you know we're going to find we're going to find the answer. We're going to find out exactly what it means. And so, uh, this brother sent in some information regarding Revelation, which which I'm I'm familiar with, and but I appreciate the fact that he took time. You know, when you take time, which says that you're listening, you're concerned, that you have some. In- you know, the Bible tells us that the Word of God is of no private interpretation. In other words, there are some things that are just it of the Word of God, and you better not change it. You better not take away from it. You better not add to it. You better not do anything to defraud the Word of God. And then there are other things that are written in the Scripture that is open. And you're going to have to pray about it. And you're going to have to seek the Lord in order to have a proper understanding about what it is. And so just giving you a little time there to to turn to Revelation, the the 14th chapter. And beginning at the sixth verse, it says, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell upon the earth and every nation kindred, tongue, and people, every nation, kindred, tongue, people, no matter who you are, where you are, you know, if you think, you know, you think you civilized. you know, in America, they they think they're civilized, but we, we have some very barbaric acts that are going on, not just here, but other continents as well. Uh, some things that you say you love God, but you hate your brother who's standing next to you. And God said, I could, the scripture plainly says, how can you say I love God, someone you've never seen, and then hate your brother? So see, we have some very barbaric acts that are occurring, and somebody's not telling the truth because they, they live in a lie. Uh, it, it, the Bible said, it, it, you can't say that I, I love God or, or that I'm faithful unto him, and I'm paraphrasing this. You can't say that that I'm a servant of the Lord And then mistreat others And he said love your neighbor ask, How? As you love yourself And so either you hate yourself To hate somebody else Or are you just disobeying what God is saying And so it says That the gospel uh, The everlasting gospel Is being preached unto them That dwell on the earth And to every nation And kindred and tongue and people, so everybody is going to hear the word of God that's going to be proclaimed, and everyone is going to understand exactly what is being said. There is not, and this is me, but I, I'm just under the impression because God is so awesome, because He's omniscient, He's on. He's on the present. He knows everything that. There will not be a need for a interpreter. You're not going to have to. Those that are here on the earth are not going to need a interpreter to help them understand what the angel is proclaiming. And saying this angel is going to be saying with a loud voice, it's going to be saying with a loud voice, fear God. Give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the foundations of the water. Did anybody not understand what was said? The angel is going to be very clear. He's not going to whisper it. He's not going to text it to anybody. Uh, He's not going to. uh, He's not going to tweet. It's not going to be on Facebook or anything like that. It is going to be very loud and clear in uh, proclaiming the everlasting gospel. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be as loud and clear and proclaiming the everlasting gospel as well. Now, we've been, as I said earlier, talking about the blessedness of revelation, a panoramic view of the past, the present, and things to come, dreams, visions, uh, uh, prophecy, and the written word that has been presented since the beginning of time. And so with those thoughts in mind, we ought to give God the highest. We ought to give him the highest praise, the best in worship. We ought to give him the the best of ourselves because it is a lifestyle. It is not just a cliche as many have made it to be. Uh, ain't he good? You know, that's a cliche now, ain't he good? You know, won't God do it? You know, that's a cliche. You know, many are walking around saying that no matter no matter what I was watching a it on something the other day and the, and, the, and the woman on there, you know, was doing something and she just went on ain't any good, you know, and so those are things that we have embraced in our communities, those are things that we have embraced within the culture, uh, you know, because of the history that we've had, uh, but it's not a lifestyle. My lifestyle, your lifestyle, should now be automatically said any good. Uh, our, our lifestyle, not verbally, but our lifestyle and how we live and conduct ourselves is saying, Won't he do it? I, I know that because I, I because I, he did it for me. And, and so my lifestyle is saying, Won't he do it? You know, and so in other words, I'm not deviating from my path i'm not going to the right i'm not going to the left i'm not doing anything that is going to cause the word of god or to put god to shame because i want my my life you want your life to give god the highest praise to give him the best worship now there's this particular word that comes to mind uh, as i was uh, thinking on the word of god and that is unequivocal and so uh, this word means that there's no doubt there's no comparison there's nothing that you can do that that equates to to god being anything less than being sovereign than being who he is in your life you know we're, they they were talking about the queen is is, is a, um celebrating the platinum jubilee and I, I you know and so are we we're celebrating our jubilee as well And you know, and and looking and walking in a spirit of excellence, you know, which means that we're crucifying the flesh. You know, when every time a thought or something would try to exalt itself against the word of God, we're bringing it down. We're bringing it into subjection so that as we bring it into obedience, we can show someone else as well what they must do and how to do it. To give. We're talking about giving God praise and giving Him honor. To give means to freely transfer uh a possession of something to someone. And so, since there is a praise within my heart, I'm not just holding it and keeping it enveloped inside of me, but I am transferring that praise to God. Lord, I feel so good right now. My thoughts, Lord, I'm having such happy thoughts about you that, Lord God, I want you to know that, that that I'm aware that the happy thoughts that I'm having and what's transpiring in my life, Lord God, is because of your goodness. I heard them say this morning in the reading of scripture that, that goodness and mercy shall follow me. Is that what you said? Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So I know that I am not walking alone. I know that as I go through my day no matter what might be occurring, no matter who might try to speak against me or or if they give in a positive you know no matter what's going on that I am not alone. why? because goodness and mercy is following me all the days of my life. That is a reason to give God the highest praise. That's a reason to give God worship, glory and honor. Goodness and mercy is following you, bless your Lord God. The Bible says the angels of the Lord, mm, the angels of the Lord is encamped round about them that fear him, those that are honoring him, those that are called by his name those that heard the everlasting gospel that had been preached before this time in which we're referencing in revelation we've heard the word of god and now we're giving him a praise in the right now we're giving him a praise at this moment bless your lord god to give means to freely transfer possession of something to someone else it means to hand it over it means to give to another it means to cause or allow someone, and in this case, the instance of uh, being God, to have something, and that is praise. It also means to yield, to blend, uh, bend, or alter shape under pressure. Uh, you know, if you've ever been under any pressure, mighty God, uh, you know, and, and so uh, we know that, that, that pressure will cause us to bend. Pressure will cause us to yield. Pressure will cause us. But you know what? Uh, the, the greatest pressure that there is is, is knowing that God and, and who he is. And so therefore, I'm going to bend. I'm going to yield. Uh, you're going to alter your course and give the glory unto God. Uh, you're not going to allow anyone to steal your praise. You, this ought to, this ought to uh, resonate with you because uh, you have notice noticed how the enemy come and try to cause you to go in a separate way. Try to cause you to give up this life. Try to cause you not to praise God. Want to cause you not to pray. Want to make you feel in such a way that you say, oh, why should I pray? Why should I give God some praise? Why should I acknowledge him at this moment? Uh, Why should I do, why should I get in the word right now? Why am I going to listen to that? Why am I going to sing that song? Well, that I'll let you know that there's a great value to what you have. Because the enemy is trying to steal it from you. Trying to take it from you. Trying to withdraw what God has invested in you to be used for himself. When we come into worship, we're presenting ourselves unto the Lord. Each person that have gathered into the building uh, should have some objective in mind. We all have the same objective, uh, and that is to give honor unto his name. The Bible tells us in Psalms, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad and oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Maybe you got some friends that if you ask them to go to church, they don't, I'm not going to church, but listen here, friend, you ought to magnify the Lord with me. I thought we was friends. I thought we were hanging tight. I thought you knew me and I knew you. I thought we were, we were buds. I thought we wrote, I thought we had it going on. And so I found something good and I want you to join in with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And think about the goodness of God. Think about that time we got in trouble. Think about, yeah, you need to go back sometime and remind your friend of what y'all did that you escaped from, that you didn't wind up doing some time, that that friend that you got in trouble with, that nobody that that they didn't shoot you, that that friend that that you would have uh, got jumped on, that you were delivered from that abuse, that friend you need to remind somebody and let them know that you've seen the goodness of God in your life. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. I found myself in a situation. You found yourself in adversity and you were afraid. Uh, it wasn't one of those moments of, uh, uh, of, the, uh, of God has not given us a spirit of fear. No, you were afraid, uh, you know, and that deals with uh, but listen, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were enlightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. That you ought to give him an out of trouble praise. You ought to give him an out of trouble worship. You ought to give him an uh, out-of-trouble lifestyle. I'm not in trouble like that, man. I'm not going back. Bless you, Lord God. Oh, my God, I don't have to ask the question, have you ever been in trouble before? Uh, You know, because we all, uh, if you have lived any time, you know that trouble will find you if you don't find it. Bless you, Lord God. And so uh, uh, that trouble will bring about an environment that you just don't know what to do. Whether wrong or right, you don't know what to do. Things spiral out of control. And and so quickly, the word, uh, you know, there's words that we cannot express ourselves. Uh, You know, sometimes we don't know what to say except help. That's all that comes to mind is help. I need help. That's the only thought. I need help. I don't know what else to say. That is my prayer. Help. I need help. Bless your Lord God. And so this poor man cried out unto the Lord. It don't say all the things that he said. But I believe that it could just be summed up in that one word, and that is help. And so when you don't know uh, how to ask for help, uh, you know, sometimes it just becomes a, a silent moment. Sometimes it becomes a where deep down on the inside we just moan. You know, But but thank God he's able to read the moans and the groans that are down on the inside you know and, and so it's not that we don't cry out for help because of pride or uh, but sometimes we're just in shock uh, you know the embarrassment gets the best of you and and there's no words uh, and, and so that for you to express yourself except just to uh, you're just trying to Deal with it, you know, trying to cope with it, you know, the kids don't understand because you're, you're now dealing with uh, the coping aspect of it, and, and you know, and the friends don't because you're dealing with the coping and, you know, people can see something is wrong. And, oh, my God. Bless your Lord Jesus. And so we cry out unto the Lord. Uh, you know, I'm talking to some real folks this morning, and, uh, you know, that it's not afraid to admit that I've had some things go haywire. Uh, that I've had some things go wrong that have left me in shock. That, that even though I heard the gospel, even though I heard and you know, mama prayed for me, daddy prayed for me, and you know, I've even prayed for myself. Bless your Lord. And it wasn't until God sent his word, uh-huh, that something came about. Now, someone told you, someone reminded you. Someone made it very plain by presenting the everlasting gospel to you. They told you that He was able. Uh huh. Somebody told you that to give Him glory and to seek Him. Uh, someone told you that uh, that you got to get to know Him. Someone told you to create a relationship with Him and don't forsake Him, but be faithful to Him. They told you that that you could trust God. That that listen, let me let me, let me rewind here. They told you to trust God. They did not say, trust that man. They didn't say, trust that woman. Oh, let me go. They didn't say, trust that. that when I say that man, that woman, I'm talking about the preacher. Uh huh. I'm talking about that individual. I'm talking about that flesh and blood. They said, hold on and trust the word of God. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. If you don't see them following Christ, don't you follow them. If it seems like it's deceitful, if it seems like there's some trickery that's going on, you need to run for us, and you need to run fast. You need to trust in God. You need to hold on what God has to say. Yep, you need the preaching. Uh-huh. You need the gifts of God in order for the perfecting of the saints till we all come into the measure of the statue of the man Christ Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. And, you know, and, and so, uh, but listen, uh, but but don't put your trust in flesh and blood put your trust in God And so they told you that you can trust God uh, that he was faithful And so uh, that he would never leave you or forsake you They told you to have faith in God uh, and, and so uh, faith is something as I said that if we don't pray uh, upon it It's something that we receive and believe have faith The Bible tells us in Hebrews the, the, about the first the 11th chapter it said now faith is the substance of thing hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtained a good report the elders could not obtain a good report until they heard the everlasting gospel the elders did not know anything about faith and about hope in God until they heard the everlasting gospel through faith we now understand that the worlds were framed by the everlasting gospel the Word of God So that they which were things that are seen, that were uh, things that were uh, seen, were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. When we talk about giving God the highest, we talk about giving him the best praise. We're talking about giving him and walking in the spirit of excellence. We're talking about giving him an excellent sacrifice uh, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testified of his gifts. And by it being dead, he yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Uh, We're looking to be translated so that we don't see death. And if we do see death, uh, then we know that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then those which are alive, Uh, that he was not found. Enoch was not found. Why? Because he heard the everlasting gospel that had been proclaimed. uh, Because he was translated before his translation, he had this testimony. Uh, that he pleased god how did he please him by giving himself by giving god the highest praise by giving god honor by giving god the best by giving him the best of what he had why because he heard the everlasting gospel without faith it's impossible to please him Uh, for he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him Uh, aren't you glad you heard the gospel message Uh, Whether it was friend or media or uh, however the gospel was presented to you. uh, That's a reason to give God the highest praise. The message from Genesis to Revelation has been unmistakably uh, about relationship. Unmistakably about reconciliation. Unmistakably about nurturing a relationship. As well as the end which everyone will come to. Everything is coming to an end. Everyone will come to an end. There is an end of the road, but there is also a new beginning. And how you live and how you yield yourself to the everlasting gospel is going to determine uh, what that new beginning is going to be. For some, the new beginning is going to be in the presence of God. Uh, for others, uh, the new beginning is going to be outside the presence of God. And, and so you want to make sure that you're in its presence. The end result. And the new beginning will be based upon the reaction to the everlasting gospel that has been preached unto you. The Bible tells us in Acts 28 and 24, it says, and some believe the things which were spoken and some not. Do you believe the word of God today? Do you believe what is being proclaimed in his word? Do you believe what God has to say or do you believe what your friends say? Do you believe what the philosophers are saying and what uh, the theologians are saying and what they've come up, you ought to believe the word of God. And, and so we need to take careful consideration, uh, careful uh, because uh, not to become comfortable. Uh, we become too comfortable with God and, and becoming comfortable we breed complacency and complacency breeds failure as it breeds contempt against a greater effort in other words we slow down uh, we have to be told to praise god we have to be pumped up you know i was in a service not too long ago and the, uh, the praise leader uh was telling the people come on stand up on your feet come on and give god some praise and instead of leading into a praise instead of leading into a worship it, it became a, a order and a command it became obvious uh, that there was an area of comfort instead of an area of consideration and so we don't want to fall into an area where we're so comfortable that we just come in and we sit down on God oh I came to church and you know here I am to hear what the preacher have to say well, no listen here when we come into the house of God we're coming in to participate when the singer to singing we ought to get up automatically when the preacher is preaching we ought to give undue diligence unto the word uh, when when whoever and whatever they're doing in the service unto the Lord is has been ordained and consecrated uh, because because it's about God and not about ourselves. Uh, if we come in with heavy hearts, that's a time that we ought to that we ought to seek God even more. Uh, when we come in with uh, with a joyful heart, we, we ought to come in and share that joy with somebody else that might have a heavy heart. But we are to give God that praise and make sure that we disturb the comfort zone so that we come in and don't leave out the same, that we come in and we receive from God. But, not, but more importantly, that, that, that as we come in, that God receives from us receive the highest, receive the best, receive the most that we can give. Uh, the Bible tell us that we'll reap what we sow. And so when you give God your best, then you know that you can expect the best in return. When you give God the highest, then you know you can respect the highest in return. And we're not doing it because we're looking for that return. But we're also not going to insult God by not looking for it. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Let me say that again. Uh, we don't give and offerings and, and, and give free will offerings and things and, and, and bless the Lord with our songs and, and our time and effort and everything uh, because we're looking for God to drop something upon us. But at the same time, we're looking for him to drop something upon us. Bless your Lord Jesus. I heard you say the servants of Jesus Christ and brother of James to them that are sanctified by God, the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. You've been preserved. Uh Uh-huh. Think about preserved and what it means. God has kept you, kept you in spite of and called, called by God. So you're preserved and you're called by God. None of us woke up and said even though you said i'm going to church there was a seed that had been planted by the everlasting gospel that has sprung forth that is causing you to get up and move in the direction that god has already ordained to them that are called and sanctified mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Comfort, complacency, contempt, won't allow you to contend for the faith or give God the highest praise, because we're too comfortable. You know, uh, I, I think it was Nike, you can correct me, but but, but uh, it, who said it, it, a body in motion stays in motion? It, you know, it, you need to stay active in order for the activities to keep going. Uh, it, it, it could have been Reebok, it could have been Puma, I, I don't know, but listen, you understand what I'm saying. But when you become comfortable, You'll sit back and say, well, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. And then that later comes and it becomes later. And then later comes, now you're into tomorrow. Now a couple of days have gone by and you've missed out on the benefits of what you could have obtained. Give God the highest praise is not a cliche, but a way of life. Psalms 147 says, praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is common. It is the Lord that buildeth up Jerusalem. He gathereth the outcasts. He healeth the brokenhearted. Uh, he bindeth up the wounds. And so you you, you know what he's talking about. If you ever had a broken heart, if you ever been wounded, God has taken care of. It did not just heal on its own. He know of the number of the stars and call of them by name. If he's concerned with the with the atmosphere, what about you? Know you not, you the people of, of God, we're the sheep of his pasture. It is he that have made us and not we ourselves. Certainly he know your name. Great is our Lord. Great is his power and understanding is from everlasting to everlasting. Now Isaiah, I'm, I'm Isaiah 62 says something that's very interesting. It says, I have set a watchman up on the wall. Uh, that's me. I'm a watchman on the wall. Old Jerusalem, which shall never hold this peace day and night. So, yeah. Ministers, day and night. In season, out of season. Ye that make mention of the Lord keep not silent. Here we go. It is... God's word that it said, "Don't be quiet." Somebody said it like this: Heaven is a loud place, and I believe that heaven is a loud place. Uh huh. It's not what they have made up and put on the movies with, with little babies with blankets wrapped around them and wings and all that old crazy nonsense. The Bible does not give that visual at all. And the visuals that the Bible do give, they won't put on. They won't draw it. They won't paint it. They won't display it the way that it could or should. Hmm. It's not a quiet place. Matter of fact, it's a party. Uh, uh, Isaiah said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. The saints of God was there. The saints of God was there, not aintes. Not believers. I believe in God, so that makes me a Christian. No. It's a lifestyle. And so his train filled the temple. And the praise was going on in such a way that it said the doorpost was moving. Everything was swinging. You know, in our rap songs and stuff, we could talk about swinging to the groove. Now, they were already moving to the groove uh, back then, and what Isaiah saw. And the angels was crying out, Holy, holy. Now, they wasn't saying tear the roof off the mud they wasn't going there they wasn't lifting up they were saying holy it was already going on that a chant was going on in the presence of god already to give him that glory to give him the highest praise and to the to the fact uh, isaiah said that man I, i'm a man of unclean i don't even know how to get with this I, i'm a man of unclean lips around unclean people he just began to confess and somebody and the angel came and took one of the tongs and, and went down to the altar and took one of the hot coals off and purged him at that moment. And then he then he said, What, what you know, what am I gonna I, I I'll do, Lord, what you want me to do? I'll do and say, listen, mm, who shall go for us? And, and so we're not to be silent with God. Let, let me say this again. We're supposed to be giving God a continual praise. Now, I know when you're in your board meeting, when you're in your meeting, when you're in your classroom and all that, you may not voice out, you know, a praise unto the Lord as as you would in a service. You know, even though that, that you're sitting on, you're on the football field, a basketball court, whatever, and you blurt out a cuss word. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or you hear others do that. What about giving God a right praise, a right now praise at that moment? Where's your praise at? The Bible said, keep not silent. And we're talking about making mention of the Lord, giving him the highest, giving him the best praise, giving him the best worship. It said, keep not silent. What does the enemy want to do to you? Silence you. It is against the word of God to silence you. From giving God praise. Keep not silent. And listen to this. It says, and give him no rest. Whose rest are you disturbing? It's talking about continually bombarding God with praise. Mm-hmm. It's not talking about keeping me woke. It's not talking about keeping no one. Else. It said, Keep uh, ye that mention of the Lord, keep not silent. You praisers, you worshipers, don't keep silent. And give him no rest. Don't give God any rest till he establish. Until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So see we have an ongoing commandment. And that is to give God praise. To give him glory. To give him honor. To lift him up. To give him the highest. Because there's something in motion. That those that we read about in Revelation. Have missed out on. And that's why they're hearing again the everlasting gospel. We've already received it obeyed it and are recipients of it. Mm -hmm. Those that are hearing it then are those that did not yield. Those that refused to give him praise. Matter of fact, before the angel came with the everlasting gospel proclaiming it, they were worshiping Lucifer and they were worshiping the person that was possessed. Uh, go back and read the 11th chapter. Go back and read the 12th chapter. They were uh huh. During that time, people will be worshiping mm-hmm, the Antichrist. They will be worshiped because power. And now, if you've been following along with us in Daniel, because you'll find this in Daniel too uh, as well. Uh, you'll find it in. You'll find it throughout the scriptures where there is one that will come and he will possess another and give power unto that. They will even create, and I'm a little ahead of myself here, a image and that image, the beast will give life to that image. So see, if your whole heart is not in worshiping God today, then, as I often say, you're either all in or you're all out. If you're all into this, then you're worshiping God now because trying to worship him then is going to be, uh listen, I'm going to go on. You, you see, we don't wait for hijacked holidays. That's why I refer to some holidays that have been hijacked. Now, the term Passover is mentioned over 70 times in the scripture. Uh, when was the last time you said, you know, we're celebrating the Passover? Uh, when was the, uh, as a matter of fact, have you ever said it? Again, don't even come to mind that, that, you know, I ain't never said we celebrating the Passover. Isn't that a Jewish thing? You know, maybe you might have, someone might've thought that. The Passover commemorates the deliverance, yet it is not mentioned or emphasized. They praise God for their deliverance as we should praise God for our deliverance. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand and all the women went out after her. They followed her and with tambourines and, and they danced and they praised God. They sang ye to the Lord for he hath triumphed gloriously. If God is giving you victory, you don't have to wait to. Uh, I'm waiting for the anointing to move up on me, so I could No, no, no. You can dance and praise God without anything occurring. Just the thought of happiness, the thought of joy, which is something that works on the inside of you. So I'm joyful, so I can dance, skip to the loop, whatever I'm going to do, uh, you know, and and praise God. I could be walking down the street and just lift my hand up and 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 give him a wave. No one has to know what I'm doing unless they ask me or maybe they already acquainted with, you know, with giving God glory and honor. They gave God praise. Now, we don't wait to the celebration of uh, the solicitors uh, to sing joy to the world. You know, the winter, the winter holiday. That's when people start joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. Let everybody, we don't wait for December 25th to give God praise. You know, the, the, the and all, no, 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 no. we, we already do that. We do that now. Matter of fact, we came in singing. Uh, that was one of the things we are talking about that joy to the world. That's why we're singing and worshiping God today. It's not about a seasonal praise and worship is not seasonal. It's, that's just like you coming to church on Sunday and but you don't praise him during the week. Well, you breathe during the week, don't you? You breathe during the week. And so since you breathe during the week, shouldn't you give him an inhale and exhale of praise unto him? Psalms 98 four. One through four, and the ninth verse I'm gonna read, it says, O oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have given him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation, his righteousness hath he opened, uh, openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy. He hath his truth told the house of Israel, all the ends of the earth, I have seen the salvation of our God, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth, make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. The ninth verse says before the Lord, for he cometh to judge the earth with righteousness, shall he judge the world and the people with equity. John said, I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell upon the earth and to every nation kindred tongue, and people saying with a loud voice fear god give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the foundation the fountains of the waters let's stand Bless your Lord Jesus, mighty God, if you have not considered your lifestyle, if you have not considered how you honor the Lord, maybe you go through the day and don't think about him, think about what you want, you know, we think about so many other things, but we need to think about how we honor him. This is our lifestyle, and it's not a limited lifestyle. It's not that when we get to glory, we're going to just be in his presence, worshiping him 24-7. That's all good. But there's assignments. There's different things that we're not going into at this moment. But I want you to understand that today, you've received the gospel today and right now. Those that we've read about in the 14th chapter, they rejected the gospel. They didn't want to hear it. But this is the time. The Bible said that in the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart, as they did in the day of provocation. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless this the hearing of your word. Each one that is here, that have given praise and glory unto your name, Lord God, just in their presence, just in the fact that they have considered to come into your house. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless your people, Lord God, continue to take us higher in you, Lord God, and as we, Lord God, those that are not in a church home, that you would draw them into a place of of worship and praise, a place of truth, Lord God, where you're being exalted, Lord God, for the saving of their soul, Lord God, we'll give you glory and honor in the precious name of Jesus, Lord God, we love you, and we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for what you are to us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives. We ask that you continue to lead us and guide us. Lord God, direct our path. Lord Jesus, now as we uh, partake of a communion this morning, Lord God, we ask that you would bless, Lord God, as we examine ourselves, Lord God, as we keep the faith. Lord God, and we ask that you would bless. You know the the need of every individual. Lord God, and I pray and ask that you would meet those needs of them right now. In the name of Jesus, so we'll be careful to give you praise and to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Pastor Carl Henderson Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona we look for you being in service with us until then God bless you continue to seek God and to love him as he is certainly loving us thank God for those that have joined in with us today and listening to service and you know and solicit your prayers and uh as we are praying for you continue to pray for us we don't uh, not too many things go unnoticed but thank god for again for each of you uh that are that joined in and god bless you god bless you